Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning. Welcome to Palm Beach Treasure Coast Perspective. I'm your host, Deb Nepp. Thanks for spending your weekend with me. Lots of great things happening. If you haven't been to the Lighthouse Art Center yet, head on up there. They've got their Andy Warhol exhibition going on now through March 23rd. And then coming up on March 27th through April 2nd is their ninth annual plein air festival where all the painters come and paint outside in the fresh air. And you'll see them all throughout the county. It's a really cool thing. Uh, to get details about their different shows and classes, um, you can just go to lighthousearts.com. Org, or you can call them 561-746-3101. And of course, another reminder, the Cox Science Center and Aquarium, they're doing their fun, um, it's the Science on Tap program they do. This one is coming to Stormhouse Brewing in North Palm Beach on March 24th, 7 p.m. And the topic is going to be uh, keeping our corals vital helping to protect uh, Florida's coral reefs. For more information, simply go to coxsciencecenter.org, and they have all the details right there for you. If you want to get outside and take a hike, you know, every week we talk about this, St. Lucie hikes, lots of fun things happening. Coming up Friday, March 25th from 7.30 to 9.30 a.m., this is a morning hike with the Florida Scrub Jay at Geraton Scrub Preserve. Uh, Saturday, March 26th from 8 to 9.30 a.m., Ancient Invertebrates Hike at Horseshoe Crabs at the DJ Wilcox Preserve. Uh, Sunday, March 27, 7 to 8.30 is a sunrise stroll at the Sheraton Scrub Preserve. March 27th is restoring a river kayak tour at Richard E. Becker Preserve. That's from 9 to 11 a.m. For more details, call 772-462-2536. 772-462-2536. And you can also go to slchikes.org and all the different hikes are listed on there for you. Oh, got a notice. Uh, City of West Palm Beach is accepting uh, their summer counselor and training applications. So if you want to be a summer counselor, you can sign up and learn how to do all that. Simply go to wpb.org forward slash parks. Or you can email them volunteers at wpb.org and they'll tell you what all you need to, to bring and to do to do that. Oh, upcoming events at the Mandel Public Library. Uh, they've got things happening for Women's History Month. They have the free tax help with the Vita Tax Program um, from, from the United Way. There's food assistance days, digital studio, all the computer basics if you're just learning. They have the fun, happy little painting sessions they do. Uh, there's a homework center of everybody back in school needing a little bit of help with that. Oh, also a reminder, they are all now they are also now accepting West Palm Beach Green Market vendor applications. And this is for the 2022-2023 season. So you definitely need to apply ahead of time. The deadline for that is March 31st. Go to WPB forward slash events and you can get all the details there for that. Oh, friends of the Kravis reminded me lots of great things happening there. 
Coming up March 21st is the Lunch and Learn series with Stephen Cross. Maze at the Movies, March 26th and 27th. ABBA Tribute Concert coming on March 29th. Simply go to kravis.org to get the details on all of that good stuff. And if you haven't been to Bounce Botanical Garden, they've got their fun Sean Kenny's Nature Pop going on now through May 1st. I've checked that out a couple times. It is just so cool. Definitely want to check that out. A reminder of friends from our friends at the Arts Garage. Uh, Garage Queens, Fierce, Fabulous, and Fascinating coming up March 25th. Uh, Dr. Gianni Biaccini is doing the Piano Trio, and that's coming March 26th. March 27th is a little soul music with Josh Hoyer and the Soul Colossal. Uh, Lenore Raphael Trio is coming on April 1st. So lots of good stuff happening there. And speaking of good stuff happening, I want to welcome my guests for today. I have Edward Stinson, the museum educator for the Spady Museum. Good morning. Good morning. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank oh, you. Thank you for coming in. So, um, Edward, tell me a little bit about the Spady Museum. For the, There's a lot of, obviously, new listeners moving into the area all the time. Well, please know that, um, first of all, I'm the museum, educa- museum educator there, so I'm the one who usually gives tours. So it is my absolute pleasure to be here and explain a bit about the Spady and what our mission is. So at the Spady Museum, our mission is to expand, preserve, and present the culturally diverse history of the black communities of Palm Beach County. And so it celebrates the life and legacy of Solomon D. Spady, who was one of the very first black educators of Palm Beach County and the Settlers District and the color town of that area. Now, again, when the, the main thing that we really teach about is that black history is American history. You know, the concept of white and black are frankly made up labels. There's nothing white on you. The sclera in your eye is really a gray pinkish color. There's nothing black on me. There's technically really dark brown hair. So it's important to know that when we teach this history, it is America's history that is sadly hidden by many of the blind spots that people simply have to deal with thanks to our generations of life in this country. So the Spady Museum is a a bridge from people who may not um, acknowledge these aspects of history, but in learning about them can gain more understanding of why they're in the locations that they're in. Most people, you know, when they see ghettos or they hear about redlining or they see suburbs, they're not totally sure why they were placed where they are. So that is a, a hugely profound aspect of what we do at the Spady Museum in teaching the cultural history of the area so we understand our roots. Black roots are also kind of the roots of white Americans as well, you know, and that matters. It matters to talk about that. It matters to connect those points of history and then build that timeline for, for viewers who come to the museum. Oh, yeah. And I always recommend folks uh, go into the Spade Museum to find out about the history. Mm. Because like you said, black history is American history. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all of our history. Absolutely. Whether you choose to hide it or not, it happened. You need to acknowledge it. Precisely. And learn about it. Mm-hmm. Like I went to the Jupiter Lighthouse because I've yes, never been. Yes, yes. And I'm reading in that little room. They have all mm-hmm. little displays. And like these places, they like, Fort Lauderdale was really a fort. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, I didn't grow up in Florida, so you I didn't have Florida it, history. Yeah. <laughs> so I grew up in Pennsylvania, and I was like, mm-hmm. so all that little tidbits about Pennsylvania you want to know? Probably got, I probably still remember some of those. <laughs> but like that it was really a fort. I don't know yeah, why yeah. I thought they called it Fort Lauderdale, but it's just, and it was, it really was a fort. Yeah. So I was like, that's just fascinating to me now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I had no idea. Yeah, just little things like that. And, and finding out about the, Ing- and the, the Seminole Indians, where mm-hmm. they migrated. For and sure. I like Boca Raton and like certain rivers where like some of the years it, the silt would cover it over so much they couldn't get the mm-hmm. the trade through. Absolutely. So they would like dig them out and yeah. it was just most fascinating. Pe- yeah, most people don't even know their own state's history. 
you know, oftentimes because of how America teaches its history, oftentimes the, frankly, mythology of the concept of America overrides the actual history of your own state. You know, um, in the museum, when I teach most people that the very first Underground Railroad was actually from New England down to Florida and then over to Texas and then Mexico, that is a concept most people have never heard of. But there were Africans living in Florida for two centuries before America ever touched it. And so when we bring up these facts, it's important to, to know again because it, it just harkens back to those blind spots of history. If no one knows that, then you will have people who sadly are ignorant on the subject. Not stupid, but ignorant. If you don't know something, then how can you be expected to just find it out yourself? So it matters that they come um, hear about even just this one state's history, learning that there were black Seminole colonies um, where Tallahassee was, where Orlando, or Tallahassee is, where Orlando is, where Sarasota and Tampa is. There were up to 60 African Seminole colonies that lived there. And like any other culture in history, this isn't a weirdly American thing, but yes, if you see cultivated land, that's usually where you'll build on top of once you conquer an area. Directly where those cities are are where these black Seminole colonies have existed for two centuries before America ever touched it. And so that's just the West Coast. When we get to the East Coast, that's when we get to Henry Flagler building down the railroad, and it describes why tourism came down on the East Coast and how those cities are all connected. And sorry, I get excited. History is very, it's a lot, but it, it's deep and it empowers you once you see how everyone's connected, you know? Um, I tell everyone, like, it's a black museum. We got to teach about the KKK. But as a historian, I can understand why things happened, whether I condone it or not. So I don't need to accept why they did what they did, but I understand it. I understand what happened to the South, what happened to the North, what happened to African-Americans who were in the South and in the North. Then connecting those stories, all it does is help paint a picture as to why we are where we're here today. I, I, I love discussing those aspects of it. Oh, and I'm glad you do because Thank you. That's, how, well, no, that's what the show's about is to learn and educate ourselves mm -hmm. and explore the of course, world. Of course. Like my thing is like whether it's art, whether it's medicine, mm. get out there, live your best life, do the best you can, be the best person you can. Absolutely. And sometimes like my best person today can be improved by going and doing something else yes. and learning something. New. Yes. You're always improving. Oh yeah. Like for a long time I worked with somebody and I was like, this is how we do it. <laughs> and then finally one day she's like, well, you know, that's how you do it, but this is how I do it. Mm. And I've I was been like, there. huh, good point. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, well, why do you do it that way? Mm -hmm. So we had that conversation. That's and she was. was like, why do you do it that way? I'm like, because it's faster and more efficient and accurate. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I'm going to try your way. Yeah, hilariously, I had a, 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 like, it's a smaller version of that, but I was talking to my girlfriend and sorry if it's TMI, but I saw her like how she took off her shirt. And I was like, what are you? what are you doing? How did you do that? And she was like, what do you mean? I just, that's just how I take off the t-shirt. What do you? And so she was like, how do you take it off? And I sat there for like a minute and was like, how, Oh my God, how, have I, what, what do I do? How do I take? So like it, just when you see people do those little differences, it, it just opens your eyes. And again, it just talks about those blind spots. I, you don't pay attention to how other people take off their shirts or take off whatever, or do whatever, but it's just interesting seeing how people do those different things and learning new methods of thinking, new perspectives of, acting or interacting oh very true and you have all kinds of really cool <laughs> exhibits at the museum so yeah, tell me about what's is. happening there so the current exhibit um speaks to the era of reconstruction the era of jim crow and then del rey's current segregation timeline and how it then leads into where we are today 
and how we have dealt with those uh, generational effects. And so that is the current exhibit. It's going to be going for the next couple months. However, when we get down to April 1st, we're going to have a new exhibit called the Radical Pleasure Exhibit. So it's going to be an exhibit that uh, pairs literary and visual art. And so it'll be on display April 1st through June 30th um, at the Spady Museum, of course. And in the show, we have 10 artists collaborating where some are visual artists and some write. And so the ones who write are going to uh, connect to the visual artist and then they're going to connect the art with writing. And so the people, the artists are then going to read the poetry and describe the poetry while the poet is going to describe the artwork that they see. And so it's just, a, again, helping perspectives intermingle so that we can better understand how to describe our situation, right? Um, in doing it, it just helps challenge and champion our collective and personal relationships to pleasure and how we actually experience those things. So the artists were anonymously paired, um, one visual, one literary, to create this original work exploring what it means to make intentional, unflinching commitments to rest, joy, self-actualization, and freedom. So that's going to be that new exhibit, and it, it really helps, again, express those aspects of things that you may not consider we should all be trying to experience, you know? It's... Freedom is not just the fight of black people in America. That should be everyone in America. That's why we even are so proud to be in this country. I tell people all the time, black people are some of the most patriotic people I've ever met. You know, almost every single time they know that their ancestors have built much of the land that they are on, around, or continuously building. So, like, my dad was in the Marines. My mom was in the Navy. They are extremely patriotic, and I am as well. So I, I love that we're able to express not only our patriotism for a country that we are actually proud to be in, but also we can showcase this joy, this freedom, and we can allow our own rest and self-actualization. So that's what that exhibit's going to help um, showcase at the time. Oh, that sounds fascinating. Mm-hmm. I like that. Thank you. And then coming up on April 4th, mm-hmm. their big annual event, the Martin yes, Luther King yes, MLK yes, yes. Breakfast. Mm-hmm. Sadly, because of the, you know, plague that was attacking our country we've had to reschedule it so now it's on april 4th and so due to the omicron variant the spady cultural heritage museum has rescheduled this breakfast for april 4th uh, another significant date in the civil rights leader's life it is the date of his transition at 605 on april 4th 1968 dr martin luther king jr was shot and killed at the lorraine motel in memphis tennessee in that instant his fight against the injustices of black people face on a daily basis ended and his workload was re- redistributed to others in the fight. So automatically, you know, he was a big voice in the community and he was a huge leader in the community. And we felt that wave, everyone, not just black people, white Americans as well, there were tears across the country because he was fighting for something that all of us should be fighting for. So when that happened, you know, we... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We really felt the ripple, and that's why we're trying to continue to celebrate that. Um, it's not cliche to want to celebrate Martin Luther King. You know, there are people who will 
oh, you know, to judge by the content of the character, not by the color of their skin. And they'll try to, you know, use his words to, yeah, make it a political thing. And But my friends, <laughs> it's about freedom. It is about civil rights. It is about the fact that the working class, the poor class, those are the majority of the country. And if they aren't able to survive, if they aren't able to make a life, then my friends, can we really claim that our country is that great? That is the thing that he was really trying to talk about. So that's what we're going to be trying to celebrate there. Um, now, where it's held, thank you for that. It's going to be at the Indian Spring Country Club, 11501 El Clare Ranch Road, Boynton Beach, Florida, 33437. It's going to be a full breakfast buffet uh, served for the beginning of the program, so it's going to be great for everyone, and we'll really go over more of that history and how, yes, many of his words sometimes are taken out of context, you know. So how do people get tickets? Ah, excellent. You're able to go online to get tickets. So when you go to our website, the spadymuseum.com, um, you're able to buy tickets there. You can purchase them, and you'll be able to access the um, breakfast itself. Cool. And you can do a table or just mm-hmm. individual? Yes, ma'am. Well, and I like the idea that they have the breakfast um, commemorating Martin Luther King because I've always felt it should be more like um, equality and unity for everybody because we're Americans. Mm-hmm. We're just we're just Americans. That's what we are. Yep. So. <laughs> Precisely. All right. So I think it's great. People can come and do the breakfast and have a conversation uh, about Martin Luther and like Dr. King's fight mm-hmm. and everything. And like, I know like just as a grown up now, like uh, we were talking a little bit before the show, how I was brought up was that we were brought up that you just didn't see color. Mm-hmm. And then as a grown up, a friend was like, no, you do see it. And you just acknowledge it in the culture. Correct. Mm, precisely. Precisely. That's why. We, we have to bring up the facts that are around us. It is unreasonable, unfair, and unjust to tell someone that you don't see their color because that is you choosing to not acknowledge the history of their color on earth. You know, we have evolved for the last few thousand years and in doing so have existed in different countries and cultures, whole different religions, creeds, and races have existed on the planet. That's worth talking about. Like, I... Sorry, it was too much for y'all. I work at the Renaissance Fair. So my entire free time is based on learning Renaissance era history and how all these cultures combined. So when I learn about the Mediterranean, I learn about France to Turkey to Syria to Algiers and then back to Egypt. Race is an issue in America. (laughs) When it was around the Mediterranean, you go one country over and see someone of a different religion who was your color or or my color. So... Race was an issue then. It was creed. It was what you believed in. It was what you are trying to build up to. So it is so integral to see color, to acknowledge what the color means, and to acknowledge what generations of that color could mean, right? It, it matters that you are your color. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing on my color. It just is the fact of reality. So in acknowledging that, it actually lets me know you better, lets me connect to you more when I see your color and acknowledge the history of why you are who you are. I love um, when my friends are able to say, yes, I have this ancestry or this ancestry, that's powerful. I love being able to connect two cultures and history. White and black is so basic. It is, it is illogical to me to be in a country of several hundred million people and try and relegate everyone to only two options. <laughs> yeah, well, my friends have done, what is it, the, the ancestry? Yeah, or the 23 yeah. me, one of those? Absolutely. Um, and my friend's daughter is like, it's like a pie chart you get. Absolutely. And it she's got like, everything. I don't know, 15 things on there. 15 different things. It's everywhere. Because <laughs> um, some of her family's Italian. So mm-hmm. 
And then her boyfriend has got like some from Africa, some mm-hmm. from the islands. He's got 38 wedges. Oh, yes. I mean, so <laughs> oh, yeah. it is just so funny. It's like, and people are like, well, he's black. I'm like, technically, no. <laughs> he's 38 things you to know. make up an amazing person. <laughs> Thank you. And oh, that is all I want to get across to everyone. You are made up of so many parts. It is unfair to relegate yourself to just whiteness or just blackness when those are such extraordinarily primitive labels for how to describe ourselves. There are a dozen different countries that each of us could claim ancestry to beyond the one that we've been growing up in, just the last century of our lives. So I, I would much rather learn about where your ancestors are from and like what happened in the last thousand years of your existence. That's interesting to me. The simple racism of just this country's like weird bastardized ideology of manifest destiny. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not really that interested. You know, <laughs> teach me about the other few thousand years of where people have come from in this world. That is interesting to me. And where we're going to go. And where we're going to go. Because as we keep on intermixing, as we keep on talking and developing and explaining each other's histories, our histories are all getting more rich, more profound, more impactful, and more immersed. I'm so glad that in one city I can have like 20 different cultures' foods and experience all of them. 60 years ago, we couldn't have been in this room talking about what we're talking about. That blows my mind. And I love Same here. I'm just like... And like I went to St. Augustine once, mm-hmm. my friends, and everything is like the oldest everything. Yeah, the oldest everything. <laughs> and my friends like, see, you're not the oldest anymore. Everybody. I'm like, hey, now, <laughs> I might need some new friends. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. But it was just funny because yeah. it was like, but that sense of history. Mm-hmm. And like when I was very young, we did the big school trip because I grew up in Pennsylvania yes, yes. to see the Liberty Bell. Ooh, powerful. So. You as a little kid, maybe it was different for you, but for me, I'd rather be outside in the woods, playing in the creek, hunting, doing playing volleyball with my cousins. My dad was extremely southern and loved to go hunting and playing in the creek and doing all the nonsense and learning what grasshoppers do and why they do that and seeing if we could dig worms out with the bucket. Yeah, no, he loved that as well. well exactly. So the same kind of thing in the teacher makes you go see this history thing. Indeed. And and I just didn't <laughs> connect with history as a young child. Seeing the Liberty Bell. And of course they say, don't touch it. So, you know, every single one of us touched oh, it. Oh, every single one of you. How could you not? <laughs> we all touched a little bit. Sorry. You didn't hear that. But um, <laughs> but touching that cold, yes. old metal, it was already cracked when I got there. I swear. Yeah, yeah. I swear. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> um, that made history real. Yeah. I was like, that's a real thing. Like, I could touch it and yes, see it. Yes, yes, And then all of a sudden the history switch clicked on. And I was like, well, what else happened with it? Exactly. Who cracked it? Because <laughs> I know yes. it wasn't me, but who did that? Mm-hmm. So... I think people need to have uh, some kind of light bulb moment where that switch happens for them, where they're like, oh. why did this history happen? How can, how can I learn from it? You can't change it, but you can learn from it and not do the bad things again. My dear, that is, that is my whole purpose in life. Like the epiphany moment. That is my entire focus in life and everything that I do with my own company. I own a publishing company with my parents we work to publish people's book and teach them about their paths toward, or, uh, towards immortality. If you publish something and then I die tomorrow, yeah, it's published. It officially exists in the world. Your words, your expression is here. Others can experience you, even if you have passed. And it's like that with art or anything of the sort. When it's at the Renaissance Fair, it matters when I'm teaching people about the Ottoman Empire, who were the center of the entire Eastern Hemisphere for three centuries. But people only know the last 50 years of their history when they joined the wrong side of a war. 
and lost and became present-day Turkey. Sure, they totally conducted atrocities like every other country in existence, but it does not um, you know, dissolve or ignore the last five and a half centuries of their influence because it's the influence of history that really matters. What, what influence did the choices of the past have on us today? When I bring up Birth of a Nation, I'm not sitting there like crying in a sore spot because, oh my God, this is such terrible propaganda. No, this is something to learn from. What were they thinking of the time to create something like this, and how could it have led to today's um, instance of life? Um, if I bring up Birth of a Nation, this movie literally coined America first. It's our heritage, not hate. We have to make our country great. You know, we have to reclaim what's been lost. The South will rise again. Literally, these things were coined in a film used as propaganda. So when we see these things said today, these are obvious red flags for the people who understood what propaganda did to people who don't understand what propaganda did or who have been uh, kind of embraced by that propaganda. We see a Confederate flag in our capital, <laughs> you know. So you got to be realistic about the fact of what's happening and, and these repeats of history. Why are we having the same exact conversations that we had during Reconstruction in 1865? Who deserves to vote? What do we do about immigrants? Who should we tax? How do we handle terrorism, domestic and foreign? Well, apparently if it's domestic, we handle it very differently if it's people of color versus not people of color. You know, I'm, again, I'm sorry if it hurts anyone's feelings, but I will bring up the fact that the people who have been historically oppressed by the country were not at the Capitol. It frankly was... A, it was a group of white men raging at the Capitol and proud to stop democracy in a country that is proud to talk about democracy. So, again, I've, I've never seen any of the people who are oppressed by this country actually work to stop the democracy. They've worked to be a part of it. They've worked to change it. They've worked to influence it, understand that this is the largest experiment on Earth, period. This country has... Every other country's people inside of it attempting to create this, you know, I guess, utopia. <laughs> well, yeah, one, like in my mind, very simplistic vision, a unified whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where all the different cultures, whether it be uh, folks from Africa, mm -hmm. um, India, you know, China, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Japan, we're all here. Absolutely. England, Absolutely. intermingling, bringing our culture and creating a new richer tapestry. I completely agree. And like it is, it is integral to know that because people, they keep thinking that we're all oil and water. I'm like, no, if I lose an arm, you lose an arm. We both have the exact same issues when this happens. We are way closer and much more similar than you think we are. And it matters that we're able to connect these cultures and create this brand new one. Um, <laughs> just, you know, another funny thing I talk about when I'm in the tour, America only became kind of capitalist in like 1964 when we had the Civil Rights Act. Because before that, people were going to call it a capitalist country, but capitalism is about free trade. How is it free trade if no women can vote, right? Your entire, half of your population isn't allowed to be doctors, politicians, attorneys, scientists, people who can create new aspects of life. They're literally not allowed to be that and also can't vote. So they're not really represented, probably paying taxes, How's that a free market? And then for much of the country, we were also enslaved a lot of people, like a third of the population. How is that a free market? So, you know, talking about, yes, and this, 
we are not just a capitalist country. We've had authoritarianism. We've had fascism. We are a democracy. Are working on that. We have been, you know, we have been a republic. We have been capitalists. We've also done very socialist things as well. So, again, we are a conglomeration of ideas, a conglomeration of political ideologies that creates this experiment that continues to try and figure out, all right, what checks and balances can we have? What positives can we create with negatives that are then necessarily going to be there? Everything we do, nothing we do is inherently just going to be amazing. We're going to try something. There's going to be huge negatives. We're going to then figure them out. <laughs> well, exactly. Well, like, like I told a friend, um, tried to learn how to make a beautiful dinner. Well, I tried to make the beautiful dinner without the knowledge of how to make the beautiful dinner. Ah, yes. <laughs> now taking online classes to learn how to do that. So oh, yes. it doesn't happen immediately. No, not no, at no. all. Not at all. So for folks who want to come and continue the conversation yes. and learn more, how do they get to the Spady Museum? Is there websites? Yes, absolutely. Please. Um, you guys can check out the Spady Museum online. We have a Facebook. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Instagram. And we're on TripAdvisor, actually. The Spady Cultural Heritage Museum. If you'd like to call, I'll most likely be the one who picks up. The number is 561-279-8883. One more time, it is 561-279-8883. Now, we're located at 170 Northwest 5th Avenue in Delray Beach, Florida. We are open Tuesday through Saturday, 11 a.m. through 4 p.m. Now, we're closed Sundays, Mondays, and holidays because life but we are open tuesday through saturday please make sure you guys come by i i cannot express how important it is to learn history learn america's history it's not just black history it's not just white history black history month comes to an end uh february 28th but it doesn't mean black history education cannot continue every month is black history month at the spady cultural heritage museum where upcoming uh exhibitions programs and tours we really make the artistry and history of African-Americans an interactive experience. That is our goal. Well, Edward, thank you for doing such good work in the community. Definitely appreciate it and much needed. Thank you. And have a wonderful weekend. You as well. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I greatly appreciate it. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.